You're listening to the Sermon Podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. We are an Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregation in Denver, Colorado, and you can find out more about us at www.houseforall.org. Grace, peace, and mercy are yours from the triune God. Amen. So I'm actively losing my voice, I think. Uh, I went to the uh, stock show last night and maybe screamed a little bit too hard. I'm actually kind of getting into that thing, so that's kind of... (laughs) Um, So on Christmas Day, my partner Brian and I flew to North Carolina to spend a, a week with my family. It was the first time in 10 years that my family was able to all be together, and it was really amazing. But the thing that thrilled me the most was a game that my little niece and nephews created called Hide and Roar. (laughs) Not hide and go seek, hide and roar. Uh, the, The objective of this game was that each round, I and I alone would go hide And then as my niece and nephews came looking for me, they would shout, Tiger, roar! And then I would roar so that they would know where I was. And then when they finally found me crouching behind the shower curtain or twisted up in the linen closet, I would spring forth roaring like a a tiger, and they would run screaming at the top of their lungs, Ah, the tiger! (laughs) Yeah, cool game, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I had those kids, like, they were running all over the house, and I got them in so much trouble, and that was glorious. So, needless to say, I had an amazing time with my family, but if you had asked me before I left, in fact, some of you did ask me, and so maybe you remember that I wasn't that excited. I was tired from the liturgical marathon that begins here at Reformation Sunday and runs all the way to Christmas. And so I was convinced that what was really best for me was to spend a week sitting on the couch alone in my apartment, watching cooking competitions and playing video games on my phone. That's what was best for me. Not spending a week in the country in North Carolina with a bunch of screaming kids away from my car, away from my gym, away from my routine. And so, when I boarded the plane on Christmas Day for Raleigh-Durham International Airport, I was not in a Christmassy mood. I was painfully scrunched up in my basic economy seat, which apparently they just created for me. With my arms crossed, I sat there sulking, just like Nathaniel in today's gospel, can anything good come out of North Carolina? (laughs) But my partner Brian turned to me and magically said what Philip said to Nathaniel. Reagan, why don't you just go and see? I wanted to punch him. 
But the thought of becoming a Twitter meme was just too much in the moment. (laughs) Worn out pastor punches partner for throwing the gospel in his face (laughs) on Christmas. (laughs) But in reality, that's what I needed to hear. Come and see. I needed to be reminded of how unreliable my thoughts and feelings can be. I needed to be shown once again that there is a reality, reality beyond the one that I conjure up between my ears and that this other reality is what is ultimately real, not my mind. Because way too often I get trapped inside my mind and when I get trapped in my mind, I stop seeing things as they are and I start seeing things as I fear they might be. And fear has a way of turning the best thing into the worst thing. Unfortunately, we saw how fear turns the best thing into the worst thing this week in our news cycle when, just like Nathaniel, the president asked, in so many words, if anything anything good comes from so-called shithole countries. In an instant, fear turned the best thing. A nation which thrives on the diversity and new gifts of immigrants into the worst thing. A nation whose white supremacy continues to oppress those same immigrants from the highest office. And so today, what our president needs to hear, and what I need to hear, and what I think all of us need to hear is this most basic Christian invitation to come and see. Because as followers of Jesus, we are invited to be a come and see people. We are invited to be a people who surrender our fears at the foot of the cross and to go and see how things really are. In fact, this invitation to come and see is what brought me back to the church and back to Jesus after a a decade of church vacation. I had been so wounded by fundamentalism that I was certain nothing good could come out of the church. No church could be different from the churches of my past. But then enough people said, Reagan, come and see that I eventually went and saw that my fears did not match reality. And since then, this mantra of come and see has been the treasure of the Christian faith that has kept me going and continues to free me from despair. Like, am I ever going to have fun again if I get sober? Reagan, come and see. If I leave the... HD program that I hate, won't I end up in a meaningless dead-end job? Reagan, come and see. My relationship has fallen apart, but can I ever survive without him? Reagan, come and see. But the, the invitation to come and see is something that I have to hear over and over again. I have to continue to show up and be around other come-and-see people. 
I have to come to the altar of my come and see God or else I will slip away into the shadows of my fears. Like about two years ago here in Denver, I started to gain a lot of weight and because at that time my world had, it had shrunk to the size of work plus Netflix with, with a little Facebook on the side. My knees and <clears throat> feet were starting to hurt. I was diagnosed with plantar fasciitis and was fitted for orthopedic shoes, which I wear right now. I was 37 years old and convinced that I was on a one-way street towards more and more pain and uglier and uglier shoes. Mm -hmm. But then again, I heard the invitation to come and see. I looked around here in this place and saw that there were folks in this community older than me who were learning to care for their bodies much later than age 37. And so through your fearlessness, I heard again this gospel invitation to come and see. So one Tuesday afternoon in April, I got off my couch and drove myself over to my first CrossFit class. And now, nine months later, I no longer have plantar fasciitis, though I still have the ugly shoes, for safe measure. (laughs) And in a month, I will be competing in my first weightlifting competition. I know, it's crazy. I'm still terrified. I am still convinced I will be the weakest weightlifter there. I'm still convinced that folks will be snickering behind my back. But I'm going to promise you something. I'm going to go and see. I'm going to listen to the gospel invitation to come and see because it keeps proving itself right and me wrong. But I'm going to need you in order to get there. I'm going to need to keep hearing other come and see people extend this great invitation of the Christian faith that we get to go and see and that we do not have to fear what we find because God has already come to us and that God has already seen us. And as Cindy reminded us last week that when God saw us, God called us beloved. And that because of our belovedness, we have been given the power to step away from our fears and into the kingdom of God where goodness flows out of all things, especially from the places that we think are forsaken, especially from the shitholes. You know, my favorite psalm is Psalm 34. And so today I leave you with these words. May they be for you the invitation to come and see. I sought the Lord and the Lord answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Look to the Lord and be radiant. So your faces shall never be ashamed. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. 
Happy are those who take refuge in the Lord. This is the promise. The Lord has said it. Come and see. Amen.